Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Amen. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Wonderful. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this um, morning. Thank you for your holy word. As we come before your word this day, we ask for the direction of your spirit. We ask you to minister to our hearts. Let us not leave this place the same. We thank you, dear Lord. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, you may be seated. I want to recommend the drama ministry. I think they deserve a very good hand clap offering. Amen. Under the leadership of Lady Pastor BDR, I think they have really brought a nice variation into our services. How many would agree that we have to have them more, more often? Ban or no ban? Unconstitutional, illegal ban or not? We believe there should be a variation to our normal services. Amen. And I think that it teaches a great lesson which um, when you see it live like that, you sort of learn uh, a lesson. Amen. All right. So we are blessed. Before I say anything, I want to thank you all very much for the numerous presents and letters, cards that I received during my birthday a week ago or so. And I want to thank you all very much. I may not say thank you to you personally, but I assure you that I received every one. I read all the letters and the cards and uh, received all your gifts. And I was really blessed. Uh, thank you for the encouragement. You may not know, but um, when I preach the word, although I know that I preach well, rarely do people tell me that... Um, I preach well. You get what I'm saying? So I'm encouraged anytime somebody tells me that, hey, brother, it's good. Hallelujah. So thank you all very much for that, and God bless you. As you have honored me, then the Lord lift you up and establish you and strengthen you in the land. Amen. Last week we began a two part series on the. Um, Isaiah chapter 14, and uh, we began to study the subject of hell, and um, from Isaiah chapter 14. All right, just to recap, let's read from verse number 9. We went through a little blessing from verse 1 to 8, and uh, verse 9. Verse 9 says, Hell from beneath, all right, is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming hell is physically located somewhere it's located in under the earth within i believe that it is within the earth because the bible says hell from beneath amen amen, amen. now let me just show you another scripture that would be interesting to you turn to ephesians chapter 4 and um, let's look at verse number 8. All right? I'm giving you a short Bible lesson this morning. And you will be blessed by the time we finish. All right? Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 8. Glory to God. Wherefore he saith... 
When he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Verse 9. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? Into the lower parts of the earth. All right. Now, you know the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, conceived of a Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius. You notice Pontius Pilate, his name is in the thing. He couldn't wash his hand. He tried to wash his hand, but his name is, ended up in the Apostles' Creed. We always, the whole church remembers that guy. All right, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, dead, and buried, descended into where? Into hell. And then on the third day, he rose again and ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. All right, so we believe that he. Jesus Christ, born of a virgin Mary, which is different from born of a young woman. Some of the Bibles have changed virgin to young woman. When you look at some versions, they don't have a virgin anymore. They've written a young woman. There's a very big difference between a young woman and a virgin. All right? So, and of, of especially of somebody who is born of a virgin or somebody who is born of a young woman. They are two different things. Okay? So, born of a virgin... Mary, all right, and then he he suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, was dead and buried, and descended into hell. Now notice, descend, ascend, descend, ascend, descend, ascend, descend, ascend. Are you listening to me today? Ascend, descend, descend, ascend, ascend, descend. Okay, are you there? You've gone home. Okay, so he descended into hell. Now where is hell? Heaven is up there, we say, and heaven is down there below. But if you look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8, it says in verse 9, Now he that ascended, what is it that? But he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. So I believe that the physical location of hell is actually in the center of the earth somewhere. Very, very hot, heated place. And uh, the earth is very, very big. It's huge, it's massive. One day, I flew over almost half of the earth. One, one, one day, I was flying from somewhere to somewhere, and I virtually flew over half of the earth. All right, it's, it's a very long, huge journey, very huge place. All right, and in the center of the earth is where we believe hell is located. Okay, so it says hell from beneath is moved to meet you. Then we also discovered that there is a reception party to meet you you don't just arrive and then just sort of you just sort of fly and then land in a lake then you are in the lake no you go then when you arrive hell from beneath is moved to meet you just like you arrive at any airport those of you who haven't traveled i see you traveling in jesus name <laughs> now those of you who haven't traveled you 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 may not understand but if you travel to any country and you are going to travel to many countries. All right. You, when you get to the airport, you get to the immigration, you get to the border, they ask you certain questions. Is that not so? And one of the questions they ask is, uh, how long are you going to stay here? Remember when I went to America for the first time, I gave them my passport. I said, how long are you going to stay here? I said, I'm going to stay here for just uh, five days or so. I said, what do you do? Uh, what is your business? I said, I'm a pastor. Um, then they, they, they were not sure about whether I really was a pastor, asking me questions. Are you sure you are only going to stay here for five days? I said, oh, I'm just here for even less than five days. Just allow me to come in and go out. You get it? So at the border, you will be asked a few questions, and then they will decide to admit you. Okay, now we, 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 we studied last week the questions that the border guards of hell will ask you when you arrive at the gates of hell. Pastor Eddie, do you remember that? Pastor Eddie, ah, oh, you were not here. All right. 
How many remember that? How many were not around last week? Give me a wave. Okay, God bless you all for not coming. <laughs> okay, now listen. It says, hell from beneath is moved to meet the other coming. Okay, now it's teareth up the dead. Notice, for thee, even all the chief ones of the earth, it has raised up their thrones, all the kings of the nations. Now, this is probably, it, the, the person who they were referring to here was pr- probably a king. So it looks like other kings were asked to meet that king. You get what I'm saying? You know, like you saw the recent summit, African-African-American summit, when the heads of state come, it's a head of state who goes to meet him. Is that, no, that's protocol. All right, it seems that they are following the same protocol uh, in, in hell. And uh, when the chief one arrives, he says that they stirred up all the chief ones of the earth to meet you also, to welcome you at thy coming. Oh, please. Are we not reading from the same Bible? So, even all the chief ones of the earth, it has raised up their throne, all the kings of the earth. And now look at what the border guards are going to ask you. Two questions that they will ask you. Uh, and all they shall speak and say unto thee, Art thou also become weak as we? <laughs> Have you become weak? You were so powerful. Mm. Reverend Saki, you remember? Mm. So powerful. Oh. Some of these guys, they're so powerful. They have all power. They can command and things will happen. They can break and it will be broken. They can arrest, it will be arrested. They can arbitrarily seize and it will be seized. They can cheat you and you, you'll be cheated. They can do anything. And it's as simple as that. But in the day of judgment, they will be welcome. All the chief ones will be welcome. Say, ha! <laughs> you too? Have you become as weak as we are? Have you become small boy like us? Yeah. He says, all the chief ones of the earth. Who are the chief ones of this earth? Who are the mega people in this earth? Who are the important people on this earth? People on this earth, they don't honor pastors. They don't honor preachers. They don't honor tongue-talking, Holy Ghost-filled prayer-filled Christians. Come on! They denigrate us. They fight us. They attack us. But they honor, they honor scientists. They honor politicians. They honor all sorts of people. When there's a ban on drumming, Osibisa went to play at Open Air Stadium. They've been playing drums all over. When they welcome these people, they play drums all the time. No, but the church, they would attack the church. Even though the church has done more good for, for this nation than any other group, any other, including the government. Look at, look, at, look, at, look at the schools and the hospitals. Look at the relief organization. Look at the Catholic relief services and the hospitals and the schools. Who has done more for this nation? But they wouldn't honor us. They have the chief ones whom are honored. They have people who they honor. The Bible says that all the chief ones of the earth, hell is full of them. Because this, they don't honor Christians. No, the big people of this earth are not the Christians. No, we are not, we are not respected. People look at us and they wonder, we are crazy. Who is this mad guy on TV? White man, look at him. Disappointed European. <laughs> Talking. Just insult, say bad things. Say all sorts of things. They didn't honor Jesus when he came. Don't expect that they will honor you. Amen. Amen. And so all the chief ones of the earth. And it raised them up. And they will ask you two questions. Are thou become weak like we? And then number two. Are thou also become like unto us? Thy pomp is brought down to the grave. Thy pomp and thy splendor. Today the chief ones of the earth are welcomed on red carpets. Into the great airports of our world. They are welcome into special, very important people lounges. VIP and VVIP lounges. They are welcome with red carpets and singers and dancers. They are welcome with drums. They are welcome with all sorts of things. All flowers and all paraphernalia are used to welcome the chief one, their pomp and their splendor. They are welcome. But in the day that they go down, reading from the Bible, I'm not reading my own book. I'm not reading my own book here. Take note of that. I'm reading from the Bible. The Bible says there was a certain rich man who lived. If you read the Bible in Luke, Jesus came and told us. He said there was a certain rich man. There was a certain poor man named Lazarus. 
who was covered with sores. And moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And there was a certain rich man, which fed sumptuously every day, clothed in fine purple linen. They gave the color of his, this is not a parable, they gave the color of his dress and then the material that was used to make his spots. Purple and linen. Wow. I you take note of that, all right? <laughs> purple, linen. And the Bible says he fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at the foot of the rich man's table, desiring to be fed from the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Just crumbs. And moreover, in spite of all the man's problem, the dogs came and licked his sores. You see, when you are suffering from certain types of ulcers, that if you go to the surgical ward at Kolibu, you will find some parts where they, they section off people with big sores, smelly ulcers. Every morning, there are huge exudates of multicolored discharges, some greenish, and we use the colors to determine, to sometimes know what sort of gem is in there. Greenish, sometimes brownish, sometimes yellowish, sometimes just a fluid, sometimes with blood. Is that not true, Frida? Is it, you don't have those ones on your wall, don't you have them? You see the horrible, and you see the dogs, there, there was no nest to come along and say, Chris, I know what is wrong with you. Fever doctor. And then the nurse would just, Fever doctor. Don't worry, doctor. And then the nurse would be solving your problem. No. No. Chris, I know what is wrong with you. And then you would say, Fever doctor. No. Lazarus. Lazarus didn't have anybody to say, fever doctor, uh, uh, soul doctor, no. But, but, but the rich man, when he was sick, he had somebody. He could go to, to Snit Hospital. He was a rich man. He could go to the best hospital, Nyaho Clinic, Snit Clinic, the best. But that poor man, he had no one. He was dying of Buruli ulcer. And the dogs were not making his situation any worse, any better. The dogs were licking his sauce. Come on. Come on. And were, the rich man, when his wife or his children were sick, they would just lie in bed and they would, ask, they would just come along. Chrissy, baby, what is wrong with you? The doctors will be, the nurses will be saying, Chrissy, baby, what is wrong with you? And then the, the, the rich man's uh, doctor will say, Fever, doctor. <laughs> she take, take the temperature. He <laughs> take the temperature. And when he take the temperature, the, the nurse will say, 37.8, doctor. Singing on the wall. Air conditioned at the best hospitals of our nation. He was there. But the Bible tells us that it came to pass. That the poor man, because of the lack of ability to be admitted at Nyaho Clinic, and inability to be admitted at Snade Hospital, and inability to be taken abroad to Cromwell Hospital, where they take the people who are the chief ones of the earth, Cromwell Hospital in London. To be operated upon. He had no money for all that. He died. I saw Lazarus one day. I went to mile 11 for a funeral. <laughs> I tell you, I saw him. We were going to bury somebody who had died in our church. And I saw this, I saw this guys in a pickup, with a pickup. And the two of them were standing in the, in the back of the pickup. And they were standing there holding. And they, would, they, had covered their, they had covered their faces with something like a handkerchief. And then they will stand and they will both bend down like this and they will pick something up and they'll do one, two, and that was Lazarus. Inside. Nobody attended his funeral. So I went up and I said, I told Remy Saki, I'm coming. Let me go and find out. And I walked to the people and I said, What's happening here? What are you guys doing? I said, We said we are burying somebody. I said, Who is this? Who is this person? He said, We don't know who he is. We don't know who they are. This is the poor man. This is the poor man who died. Nobody came for his funeral. Nobody came. He died. And it's the buried a few of them. Dead. Mile 11. No mark, no name, nothing. But the chief one, the Bible said, the rich man, he lived a bit longer because he was admitted at Cromwell Hospital in London. He was admitted in the best hospitals in Ghana. He lived on. But it also came to pass that the rich man died one day after his life had been extended and extended. The Bible says there's no man that has power over the soul in the day of death. 
And the Bible says, and he came to pass, the rich man died. But first of all, the poor man died. And the Bible says, and the angels came and carried him to Abraham's bosom. When you die, you come out of your body and angels come for you and escort you to heaven. Hey, I don't believe in sad fairy tales. Huh? I can't do anything else to make you believe. I can only tell you what the Bible says. And if you, it also came to pass that the rich man died, these chief ones I'm talking about, and in hell, the Bible doesn't tell us about how he descended and doesn't tell us about his reception and doesn't tell us what the brother gods asked him, but the Bible tells us his condition when he was actually settled and he had been assigned his place. You see, the verse I'm reading tells us what the brother gods ask you and all those questions, but this one just tells you what happened when you were there. The Bible says, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments. And he seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried. something to laugh about. <laughs> Father Abraham, he saw somebody he knew. Somebody he knew. Who is that? He realized, I'm, I'm alive, I'm dead, but I'm alive. I'm dead, but alive. I am dead, but alive. You never die. Wow. You never die. It's your body which stops working. Right. You never die. That's right. So he stopped living in the, in the earth, but he was still alive. So the Bible says, and he held. He lifted up. That means he had a head. Then he lifted up his eyes. And he see far. So those in hell can see heaven. Wow. Just like how we can see on CNN. I don't know whether they have a special hell CNN that they used to watch us in heaven. He seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Lazarus? Poor man, Lazarus. Lazarus was playing his harp. And the chief one was in hell. face like crumbs. You've now remembered that you gave him crumbs. Is it crumbs you are going to mention? Send him that he would dip his finger in water and cool my tongue. Father Abraham says, son, remember that thou in thy lifetime, thy lifetime, thy lifetime, Thy lifetime. This is your lifetime. This is my lifetime. Every lifetime has an expiry date. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever your age and your, your background, every lifetime has its expiration date. And he said, remember that in thy lifetime, thou receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus, evil things. But now, now he is comforted. And thou art tormented. And besides all this, Father Abraham, uh, Father Abraham said, it's not possible to do a transfer. <laughs> you can't get a visa to cross over. The only place they issue visas is on earth. The only place they issue visas to hell, to heaven, is on earth. You know, if you want to go to Zimbabwe now, you can't get a visa in Ghana. You've got to go to Nigeria to get a visa. Because that's where they go to Abuja. That's where they have a, an embassy. You get what I'm saying? You have to go all the way there. Because they don't issue visas here. So there's nothing you can do. If you want to go there, you've got to go. Ladies and gentlemen, when you get to hell, if you want to have a visa, you've got to come back to earth. 
Because this is the place where visas are. We are issuing visas in Lighthouse to heaven. As I'm preaching now, I'm offering you a visa free. You don't have to do nothing. You don't have to bring no chicken, no eggs, no snaps. You don't even have to be a good person. You just have to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. And he'll wash away your sins and cleanse you with the blood. There are pastors here. You can call them consular officers, visa officers in the embassy of heaven. All here. They help you. They help you to sign, to stamp your visa, to get your entry permit, permanent stay, green card, heaven card. Ah. Are you people seeing something? In fact, try and see you. Try and see what we are saying. Let's read on. We are reading the Bible, though. Thy pomp is brought down to the grave, and the noise of thy vows, the worm is spread over thee. Hallelujah. The worms are over thee. Now, verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Now, this was somebody else who actually fell from heaven into hell. Now, I want us to look at another scripture. Turn back to Isaiah chapter... Um, Isaiah chapter 5 and um, now but have you kept your hand at Isaiah chapter 14 alright before you go to Isaiah chapter 5 I just want you I just want you to see something verse 15 he says yet thou you said I will ascend to the heights of the crown I'll be like the most high yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Hell is a pit, all right? Now, Isaiah chapter 5, verse 14. Let's read it. It says, Therefore, hell hath enlarged herself, whoa, and opened her mouth without measure, and their glory, and their multitude, and their pomp, and he that rejoiceth shall descend into it. And the mean man shall be brought down, and the mighty man shall be humbled, and the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled. Amen. All right, verse 13. Therefore my people are gone into captivity, because they have no knowledge, and their honorable men are famished, and their multitude dried up with thirst. Therefore hell hath enlarged herself. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that hell is undergoing renovations. <clears throat> Did you know that? Hell is undergoing expansion and extension works. If you go to Golden Tulip Hotel, you realize they have added on a whole new wing. They've expanded it. Because they are getting so many good customers. Betty, isn't it? Our universities have been expanded because they're getting so many more students. Is that not so? Is that not so? Yeah. In University of Ghana, I believe they are trying to build another hall, Jubilee Hall. Because there are so many, 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 many more students coming in. Because all of us are having children. You get what I'm saying? And more children are coming. And the same facilities are there. So they got to build more because more are coming. Now, hell was made not for you and not for me. But, unfortunately, expansion works are having to be done in hell. Therefore, hell hath enlarged herself and hath opened her mouth without measure. In other words, the mouth of hell, which is the gate of hell, has been, in fact, virtually the walls have been broken down. <laughs> because of the rush of people rushing into hell. Jane, can you get that? Could you understand what I'm saying? Hell has enlarged herself and has opened her mouth without measure. Okay, without, you know, sometimes some people can just lose God. They just lose gas so that they'll be yawning ah, ah. They, they forget that they are in public they forget where they are they just sort of leave their bodies you, you get what i'm saying without without measure without control ah, ah. 
what I'm saying? Like Mr. Bean. <laughs> so that is exactly, that is how the, the, the gate and the mouth of hell is behaving. Instead of lost God, because it's like they kept on trying to do some decent renovation and expansion, and, and it wasn't working. So it's sort of just gone out of control, and they open it. Why do they do expansion at the University of Ghana? Because they're expecting thousands. If you are watching me by television, let me tell you, they're expecting you to hell, in hell, but disappoint them. Don't go to hell. For any, you are too nice to go to hell. Why would they break down the gate? Because they're expecting big bus loads to arrive. Amen. Amen. That's why I'm a preacher. That's why you should join me. Let's preach. Let's preach till we die. That's the most important work. Remember that in thy lifetime, don't forget those, those words, in thy lifetime, your life has a time. It's a lifetime. Time of life. My days are numbered and so are yours. They have numbers on them. This morning when we all woke up, we were one day nearer that day. Lifetime time of life let's serve him let's use our lives to bring people away from darkness let's use our life to tell people about jesus let's use our life to 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 win as many people as possible to snatch people out of the clutches of the devil let's use our lives to preach the gospel let's use our money to preach about jesus let's tell people you see people think they have to be good they have to be nice. They have to be perfect before they can come to God. They feel that, you know, if you're going to serve God, you have to be so perfect and so on. Listen to me. Christ came to save sinners. Sinners. Those are the people he came to save. People with problems. People with difficulty. That's why he said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 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 Let's use our lives. People ask me, why don't you want to? I don't want to do anything else. Why don't you, why don't you be a doctor? But I don't want to do I can't, I can't, I can see it like that. You know, I can see a road. I can see a broad road. And there are thousands of people walking on that road. Some are playing guitars. Some are dancing. Some are laughing. And they are going on that broad road. And they are headed towards hell. Nobody's telling them. And I can see a narrow road. And just a few people walking on it. Just a few people walking on it. The way that leads to heaven. Jesus said, broad is the way, wide is the gate that leads to destruction. Let's preach, come on, let's preach. Let's serve him. Let's stop playing around. Hallelujah. The day you start using your life to serve the Lord, you find how your problem will evaporate. You'll be surprised. I said you'll be surprised. I said you will be surprised how your problem will evaporate. Let's support evangelism. Amen. Evangelism is one of the thankless jobs in the world. Very few evangelists in the world. Very few. How many people will be evangelists? When you go and you preach, nobody will say thank you. When it was my birthday, you all wrote letters to me and said, you have been blessed. I've been blessed by this message. I've been blessed by that. Somebody told me, preach about this again. Somebody said, I've been blessed. But if you're an evangelist, nobody will write to you. You preach and you go. When you come back a year later, you look for converts, you won't even find any. Who wants to be an evangelist? But let's be evangelists. Let's be van. Let's work for the Lord. Let's not work for money. Amen. Amen. What can money do for you? You shall pile up like the rich man and have and possess and own. You know that in every man there is a desire to have. Just to have for no reason but to have. Kill that desire within you. And let your desire be to serve the Lord. I see a big road and I see them racing down. People are racing racing they're running large numbers headed towards hell hell they're moving they're moving that's why we have to be on television every day we have to go on tv and talk and evangelize people and speak people criticize us you watch they will speak against that that you know that people come, people will come in and, and say somebody came and told my wife i hear it hey, now you are very big oh i hear you are not big. when you see you just wave and so on it's like you are now big shots i said well, what are all these 
People want to have something to say about you. People want to just have something to, to talk about and make you out to be a negative person. Let's ignore all such people. Let's go out there. People need us. People need the word. People need Christ. People have problems. They need to know that there is a way. There is a way forward. There is a way to heaven. Even if it's not well with us on this earth, at least thank God there is a heaven out there. Therefore hell hath enlarged herself. Let's preach. Some of you have got money. Use it to support. Yeah. I know some of you can't preach. You can't even propose. So just come along. <laughs> just bring the money and let's preach it. Use it to preach. Are you listening to me? Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Is it going over your head? Yes. Is it going into your heart? Yes. Hell has enlarged itself. Oh God. Oh God. Do you know why hell has enlarged itself? Who is doing the renovations in hell? Who is the contractor? Mr. Johnson, are you the one renovating hell? <laughs> no, who is, the, who is the contractor who is renovating hell and expanding hell? Who has been awarded the contract? There are two possibilities. Either, I don't know who exactly is the governor, but Jesus has the keys. You get it? Of hell. Satan is in his house, but he doesn't have his own keys. <laughs> so, well, either Jesus has sent some angels to work on the expansion, or the demons themselves, the devil themselves, realize that he cannot accommodate the flow. So he has begun some wild expansion. And you can imagine if the devil is doing expansion work, you, it will be overcrowded. Because even we human beings, we do expansion, it's overcrowded. Pastor Joe, let's preach. Come along, let's preach. Forget about everything, let's preach. Let's preach. I said, let's preach, oh, that's the main thing. I said, let's preach. People are serving politics, money. This, you come along. Let's preach. You are here in this church. Support it all you've got. Give it all you've got. Because it's real. You see, as I'm talking with you, one of these days, you see, I remember years ago, I went to medical school. That was 1982. 1982, October, I went to school. When I got to school, I asked myself. I was sitting with a friend. She's called Carolyn. I said, Carol. When will we finish this school? She looked at me and said, hey, I'm also thinking about the same. When, when will we finish this school? And I said, she, she said, I'm thinking of leaving the school. And I said, I'm also thinking of, of the same. Seven years. But you know what? Those years have gone by. And another 10 years have gone by. It's now 17 years since I sat down in my little classroom with my friend. And I told her, I said, Carol, this place is, she said the same thing. I'm thinking of leaving. I'm going to see if I can get another course. I said, I'm also thinking of the same thing. 17 years have gone. At that time, I was thinking, seven years is too far. One day, you see, we would have been in heaven for some time. 50 years gone by, we'll be playing our harps. And you'll be looking back. And, Actually, I should have invested more in this area. I would have had more shares in the heaven stock exchange by now. Hey, hey. You are talking. You oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's preach. It's real. What I'm saying is real. All these people in Colego, my heart just goes out for them. I love them. I want them to be saved. I know the devil has blinded their eyes so that they should just hate us. But we came with light and with goodness and with love. But the devil has confused their minds and has used certain people, Pontius Pilates, and their names will never be forgotten. And all that they have done. Because all the people whose minds have been confused and have made, have hated us and turned away, turned their eyes against us to see us as enemies. God will reward every single one, one of them. God will hold them for the blood of thousands of people. That's right. Let's preach. Let's sing. Sing. Let's sing. Why you stop singing? Why you stop singing? I don't understand why people stop singing. I can't understand why people stop singing for the Lord. 
I can't understand why people stop singing. It's crazy. Why do you stop singing for the Lord? You're singing in school. Why have you stopped singing? Why? Why? What are you doing? Goodness. What, 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 what thing are you involving? What is it? You are planning for my retirement. Retirement? You don't even know whether, you don't even know how old you'll be. Christ died when he was 33 and John the Baptist around 30. These are two good guys. It's true that Jesus has promised us 70 years. Why do you stop witnessing? Lighthouse people, why do, you, why do we stop witnessing? Why? If I ask now, how many people are here for the first time? You see, few. Why do you stop giving first and best? Why? Why do we stop? One day somebody told me, when you were sleeping at night, a certain man came here and started to sprinkle things around your house. Not where I'm staying now, where I used to stay. I said, really? He said, yeah. When you are asleep, when Christians are sleeping, the devil's children are working. When we have stopped doing the work, the devils and the unbelievers have doubled their efforts. Look at how they advertise beer. Every day, we see it. Our children sing the songs of ABC, Bubra, Guinness, what have you. They know it. We know it. They advertise it all the time. Why shouldn't we be on TV? Advertising about Christ. Standing there morning and evening. Morning and to tell people you have to. They should see my face and you must be born again. It must happen. We must be on, on GTV. <laughs> Got to pray about it. If they don't, they, don't, they don't allow it. We must be on other channels. Telling people about Christ. You must sing. Singer, there are a lot of singers who stop singing. God is speaking to all of you. Every one of you, stop that now. Stop it. Stop that right now. Get out of your resting place and come back. Hell has started expansions because of your, you stop singing. Because you stop singing, hell has begun expansion because they know your singing is not going to bring people to Christ. So you better start expanding to welcome all the people you would have saved. They have attacked our churches. They are very, very bad people. Yeah? Very bad people. They are the people you didn't go and witness to. Yeah. You see, the people we don't witness to, they turn out into these wild things. Yeah? I was once talking to a pastor and I was telling him we're going to Tamale and some other places. Hey, me, God has not called me to such wild, wild, difficult places. Me, I'm here. This is where God has called me to. Nobody wants to go to certain areas. Please, let's do it. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. Help me. Please. We are looking at something very real. Please. Please. It's real. Please. Let's, 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 let's do what we can do. Let's do the work. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Ask the Lord right now to help you to get back into his work like never before. Not just for a day, not just for a moment, but as a permanent thing. To get back into financing his work, to get back into preaching, to get back into doing his will.
Let's ask the Lord. Everyone, don't be angry. Don't quarrel. Please, just let's forget everything and let's do what we can do. Sandolo murakale sender. Shibalete sekele klamaganes. Hallelujah. Rambala. Mabrada. Mandara lamane. Mandolo brovolare. Shibaleke debeleke 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 Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet, everyone. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Everyone here, God is asking you to help, help us, help us to do what we have to do. Help, 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 help us. When you have to do something for the church, when you have to do something for God, when you have to do something for his house, when you have to do something for his kingdom, when you have to do something for him in his name, oh help, help, please help us. When you have to give, when you have to support, when you have to preach, when you have to join in, when you have to participate, please don't quarrel, don't bring problems, just do it. Do what you can do. You are helping. Help us. Help us to do the will. Help us to do the will. Makota sado lomo haberene le meshiba la baba. Oh, ramandare le bebene le bebene le bebene. Mota sa kabranda la baba de le bekemande. Oh yes, Lord. I wanna be a vessel. You walk through. I wanna be more like. Wanna be a vessel you are too I wanna be more like you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. If you are here, you want to help in any way, raise up your hand. I'm gonna pray for you. Father, I pray for the hands that are lifted up. 
I pray for the souls. I pray for the families. I pray for the hearts, Lord. Strengthen their hands, Lord. Strengthen their hearts, Lord. Help them to serve you. Help them to obey you. Help them to live for you, Lord. Help them to do the right thing. Help them to just do what they can do to contribute, Lord. To build and to do your will, oh God. In our time, in our day. Use everyone, oh Lord. Use everyone, oh Lord. Use everyone, oh Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to give your life to Jesus today. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I want to accept Jesus as my personal Savior. Pastor, pray with me. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. Pastor, pray with me. If you are here like that, lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Right hand. Just your right hand. Come to me in the front right here. Come to me in the front right here. Come to me in the front right here. I'm going to pray for you specially. I am going to pray for you specially. Come, 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 come. God bless you. 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 Come, 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 come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen to Jesus. Amen to Jesus. Close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you. Are you coming? Some more people are coming. Oh, clap for them too. Clap for them too. Clap for them too. Clap for them. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Savior. I accept you as my Master, as my Lord. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. From today, I am born again because I believe in Jesus. I accept Jesus as my personal Savior. Thank you, Father. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am yours, Lord Jesus, and you are mine. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.